Melissa here. Welcome back to another episode of the Biswell Podcast. Today we are celebrating the Pride Month. This is June and all about the LGBTQ community celebrating Pride. Anyone, regardless of your sexual orientation and or gender identity, can support lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people. I am a ally. I recently joined our employee resource group at my day job. Number one, to learn more about this community and how I can support. I know many people who are gay, and I want to do my part. I want to learn more. First of all, I want to be better educated on this subject, and I want to help out. I'm very passionate about helping out the under-marginalized communities, and so this is one that I want to know more about and help. So today, we are talking about how to become an advocate and learn more about the LGBTQ community. So before we dive in a little bit, let's talk about some basic terminology. Have you ever wondered what the LGBTQ is? Sometimes it's just LGBT, it's Q+, and really what does it mean? So technically that stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender. It includes both sexual orientation and gender identity, but it's sometimes used as an umbrella term for anyone who does not identify as straight. And ally, of course, is any individual or person or organization that openly supports and affirms the rights and dignity of the LGBTQ community. The Q stands for questioning or sometimes queer. Questioning are individuals who are unsure about their sexual orientation and or gender identity. Another term I've heard and learned about is called two-spirit. This is created specifically by and for some Native American communities, Native American people who express their gender and or sexual orientation in the indigenous non-Western ways define themselves as the two-spirit. Okay, so we touched on some of the basic terms uh, and concept overall, and we define what does an ally really mean, a person who has a genuine strong concern for the well-being of this community, LGBTQ. And you can obviously be an ally or an advocate uh, for different communities, passion projects. As you know, I'm an advocate for women in heart health disease. I'm also an advocate and ally for women in leadership. So the principles It's just all about accepting people, learning, and supporting them. Recently, we had a guest speaker to the LGBT uh, ERG group, the Employee Resource Group, and it was a woman who spent 20, almost 25 years in the FBI. Uh, She was in charge of exploring the hate crimes to mark generalized groups. Uh, Then she's gone on now and she works as at Facebook as their general counsel. So she talked a lot about about not only educating us on the concepts, uh, the allyship, about what it was like to work in the FBI for all those years. You weren't allowed to come out. You weren't allowed to talk about your sexual orientation. uh, And so it was very interesting to see things through her eyes and then, you know, talked a lot about how to be a good ally at work or if you have children family members who are in this community and how to support them. So first and foremost, and what I've been trying to do, and I'm trying to share a little bit 
with you here today is just really educating ourselves on on this community and how what it would mean to be an ally and learning about the community, the history, the current events. It'll all give us a fundamental understanding of the challenges that people feel, not only in the workplace, but even within their communities. You know, she talked a lot about how hard it was to come out with her, with her parents and how they weren't accepting at first and how things have changed over the years. She talked a lot about if you are a parent or a friend or a family member and you're having a hard time, you're struggling, there are support groups out there and tons of education and reliable resources uh, that are there to help people as they learn more. So she talked a lot about some terminology that probably most of us who are not in this community are not familiar with. So I jotted some notes because you may have heard some of these and wondered yourself. I mean, we've heard a lot about transgender. So probably most of us know that non-binary, that's, you know, something we've heard and maybe you're not familiar with the definition. And the definition is a person who identifies as neither male nor female and sees themselves outside of a gender binary. This is sometimes shortened to NB or NB, E-N-B-Y. So that's non-binary. The other one that I wrote down that um, I had not heard a lot about is pansexual, P-A-N-sexual, someone who is attracted to people of all gender identities or someone who's attracted to a person's qualities regardless of their gender identity. Also, gender fluid. This is a term used by people whose identity shifts or fluctuates. So sometimes these individuals may identify or express themselves as more masculine on some days and more fluid or feminine on others. So I appreciate that she really just wanted to stress, number one, we all should be informed and educated on this community. We all probably know some someone, you know, there's mothers, fathers, sons, daughters, sisters, you name it. Those people are out there. They're part of our family and community. It's the more we can know and the more we can advocate and ally for them makes our communities and our workplace so much better. Allies are some of the most effective and powerful voices. She's told us, uh, in the LGBT community, in the movement. And not only do allies help people in the coming out process, they also help others understand the importance of equality, fairness, acceptance, and respect. She really encouraged those who have family and or children, especially to research. There's so many good resources out there as well as uh, community groups for people to learn more and better support their children. And I was still shocked to learn that not only in some states people can't marry, but there are still communities that face not only hate crimes. She, I think I mentioned this, but in the FBI, she was in charge of hate crimes, but also unemployment and housing discrimination just because they're gay. Um, and so there's lots of movements and ways that we can support from everything from policy to community, if that's something that's of interest to you. She was talking about policy and she was talking about um, homosexuality was criminalized nationwide until 1962. That was just a few years before I was born or five years. It's absolutely crazy to think almost in my lifetime that it was criminalized. And that's when Illinois became the first state to decriminalize it. Also, even in the 70s, listen to this, homosexuality was considered a mental illness by the American Psychiatric Association until 1973. Can you imagine in the 70s, if you were homosexual, 
according to this psychiatric association, you had mental illness. So she really stressed is really to understand a community. You must understand their past and there's a lot to learn. So educating yourself. She suggested that we go back. There was uh, the civil rights reached a turning point 50 years ago with the 1969 Stonewall riots at the Stonewall Inn in New York City. She talked a lot about that and so much has transpired since then. She talked about there is a uh, special, I believe on on PBS on the Stonewall uprising and um, the way she told the story of what was happening in New York City then, you know, it's heartbreaking, but very educational and and to understand how far we've come. And although she's expressed, wow, look how far we've come, we still have so far to go. And one thing, you know, and I've learned this sort of the hard way by saying things that, you know, we don't mean to say, but really starting to adopt and use correct and inclusive language. So, you know, her thing was do not presume everyone you're talking to is straight. Um, And just because someone has kids, that doesn't mean that they're straight. She uh, herself has a daughter and she's married and she made a comment. Someone made a comment to her about, oh, you and your husband must be so proud of your daughter. And she politely corrected and just said, yes, my wife and I are very proud. So I think it's really just incorporating inclusive language and not making so many assumptions. We all probably have some opportunity there. So having a conversation with people, really listening to them, not making assumptions, the best thing, you know, she said to show your support and interest is to ask really good questions like, when did you know you were gay, lesbian, whatever it is, or what was it like growing up for you? How did you know it was the right time to come out? All those things will help you better understand and make people within this community feel heard and most importantly, seen. And before I wrap up, I'm going to just touch on names and pronouns. I know my friends and I a few times have seen a lot of people with their signature and their name and then after it it's in parentheses he slash him and you know wondering exactly what that means so she really talked about a person's name and pronouns are an important part of their identity pronouns like I and we she and hers are all part of our daily language and we use pronouns as a way to identify or refer to ourselves for people who do not identify as male or female there are many pronouns that now you might see when you see the they or the them, that's someone who doesn't identify as either male or female. If you see someone that has she or her, doesn't mean she's gay, just means that that's how she identifies is her or she. So if you know someone in your community, in your family, and you want to support them and be an ally, there's so many opportunities and so many things you can learn. First and foremost, just be honest. It's important to work through our own feelings and come to terms with them in the most honest way you can and have those real conversations, even when you're uncomfortable. When we're uncomfortable, we're growing. So remember that we can also be reassuring and we can admit that we don't know everything. We want to learn. We want to know and ask them, and how can we amplify the voices of this community and confront discrimination. So I hope you found this informative. And as I continue to learn through my employee resource group, I will share. And if you have something to teach me or this community, I'd love to hear from you. Look below. You can connect with me either on Instagram or through my website. I'd love to hear from you and or even invite you on the show. So I look forward. I'll be putting some pics online when I get Uh, In July, when I believe the Pride Parade comes to San Diego, I will be out there, hopefully John and I, and supporting the LGBTQ community. Until next time, happy June, happy Pride. Thanks for tuning in.